I, I see now that I'm in a real prophetic house. And uh, when I get around that anointing, I get really stirred up. Um, I was about to say before, I ministered that of all the Anwa pastors that I've met, um, I've known uh, this pastor longer than any of them other than uh, Dr. Matthew Stevenson. Because of that encounter um, in Muskogee, Oklahoma. Anybody ever been to Muskogee? You been to Muskogee? You're from Muskogee? Oh, you're from Tulsa. I was say, you're from Muskogee. I got to prophesy over you. He's from Tulsa. Okay. Well, he wouldn't know being from Oklahoma. And um, so I've known him the longest. And um, he's always been so courteous. He, he actually, when I come to California, he comes to the meetings. Uh, Whittier, California, Turlock. He was just there in Turlock with me uh, a while ago with uh, Jennifer Ives. So I really do appreciate um, his invitation uh, to come. I had a, a pretty long journey yesterday. Um, Friday night I was ministering in Huntsville, Alabama. Then Saturday I had to fly to Chicago. And then from Chicago fly here. So I was um, really flying all day. I started at 8 in the morning and didn't get here until almost 10 at night. But I was able to get a good night's sleep. And um, woke up refreshed. And then um, my, the one who picked me up, uh, yeah, BJ, um, when I was talking to him, he said he's from Chicago. Or he'd been in Chicago. And he said, and this always, you know, gets me when he said, when, um, when, I, was a, when I was a little kid, my mother used to bring me to your church. <laughs> that always makes me, makes me feel so old when people tell me that. <laughs> so... I am, I, am, I am glad to be here, and um, I, di- I brought one book with me. I don't have many copies of this. I just brought um, some books because my son, who was supposed to come with me, who works in my ministry um, selling books, he decided that he wanted to go to Cancun, Mexico. So he jumped on a plane and flew to Cancun. It's really my fault because I... I taught them to enjoy the good land and enjoy life, but he just abandoned me and flew to Cancun, and so he gave me some books to bring. I'm like, look, I don't sell books, son, while you're in Cancun. I'm, so I just brought one book with me, and I don't even have a lot of them, but uh, it's called From Head to Toe. It's a brand new book that I've just released, How to Prophesy Over Someone from Head to Toe. And it's a new activation that I've developed. I I always knew that we can bless people from head to toe. We've done deliverance from head to toe. So what I did was I looked at every part of of the anatomy, the head, the eyes, the ears, the mouth, the nose, the shoulders, the back, uh, the, the lungs, the kidneys, the liver, the knees, the arms, the hands, the feet. All of them represent something spiritually. And I've been doing activations where we actually prophesy over people from head to toe. And um, I have scriptures of every part of that particular uh, body in here. Did you know that your kidneys, in the scripture, the word kidneys is translated the reins of the heart. God searches the reins or the kidneys. And um, he instructs your reins in the night season. He actually, the, the original Hebrew says he instructs your kidneys. 
So there's a lot to our anatomy that we don't particularly understand. And the liver, the liver is the, is the heaviest organ in your body. And the word for liver is very similar to the word for glory, kabod. So the liver represents the glory. Um, in the Lamentations, it said their liver was poured out, which means they were judged. They lost their glory. You know, when, when people sometimes become alcoholics and they, and they get psoriasis of the liver, it's like they lose their glory. They lose their, their, their honor. So um, we began to look at a lot of these parts of the body. And I call it spiritual anatomy, where each part of your body, now I, your nose, by the way, represents discernment. Because when something doesn't smell right, you say, it just don't smell right. Your nose also represents, um, the, to be, to be long-suffering in the Greek means to be long-nosed. And when you get angry, your nose flares up. So your nose is also connected to anger. So there's a lot um, about our spiritual anatomy. And so it's just something different. I don't know of anyone else that even thought about doing some type of activation, but uh, we did it, and, and so we want to prophesy. So it's available. We don't have many of them. Uh, prophetic prayers and blessings that cover your whole being. How many want to be blessed from head to toe? Blessed from head to toe. So that's available, um, and it's the only book I, I brought. And if we run out of them, you can order them uh, on Amazon.com. Uh, um, they should be available. But I'm going to share with you something that the Lord gave me recently that I believe is an area that I believe God wants to move us into. There's a verse in the book of Acts chapter 19 and verse 11 that has always intrigued me. I have preached on this verse. I've taught on it. But as I read this particular verse many years ago, I could not understand this realm the way I felt I needed to. So I kept asking God, God, can you open my understanding of this for many years? And this is the verse. Acts 19, 11, And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. Somebody say special miracles. We know that in this particular text that they brought handkerchiefs or aprons from his body. And the sick were healed and demons came out. Um, this has only really happened. I, I prayed over handkerchiefs, sent them out to the sick. But I can only recall this happening one time in my ministry. I was preaching almost 20 years ago in Ethiopia. We were having a major conference. There were several thousand people there. And, I, and I, at that time, I had on a, a shirt and a tie. I was still kind of religious in those days. Yeah, we wore suits. It'd be 150 degrees. We had on suits and ties. But um, when I finished preaching, I was soaking wet. And the Lord had me take my tie off. And I asked, I said, does someone have a pair of scissors? 
I want to cut this tie up and I want to, I felt an anointing to hand out little tiny prayer cloths. And uh, it's amazing what people have. Someone had some scissors in the service. And they cut the tie up. And there were so many people in the service. I, I, I said, I want everyone to get something. So I took my shirt off. And um, I had a white shirt on, a white dress shirt. And we cut, we cut the whole shirt up into little pieces and passed out these prayer cloths to as many people as possible. And um, we just said, whoever you know is sick, take these prayer cloths and we'll believe God for healing. Then we began to get testimonies back. One person took the prayer cloth to a place, a room where someone was bedridden. And I didn't tell him to do this, but he, he actually lit, uh, lit the prayer cloth, burnt it, and the smoke went in the room. And the person got healed and got up out of the bed. Another person took, and again, we didn't tell them to do this, took the prayer cloth to someone. And these are very tiny slips and someone took it and swallowed it. Yeah, we definitely wouldn't tell you to do that. But they got healed. They got a miracle. But I've always asked God, how do you step? Into the realm of not just miracles, but special miracles. Because this verse always caught my attention. I believe in miracles. I've seen people healed, delivered, set free, all all kinds of miracles through deliverance. But when the Lord said God wrought special miracles, what it tells me is that there is a class of miracles that are beyond the ordinary. There are what I call unusual miracles. A different class of miracles. Now, all of us believe in miracles. We see miracles. But Jesus performed miracles. And the Bible says that the works that he did will do also. So all of us can walk in the miraculous. But this always caught my attention. Special miracles. And I would always ask God, God, how do you, how do we get special miracles? How do we step into a, a realm of miracles that you call special? And the amazing thing about this, this, these miracles was that it says they happened in Ephesus and it says that as a result that people came and brought their books from sorcery and witchcraft and they burned the books. They had a burning, a book burning ceremony in Ephesus. So many people saw these miracles until the whole region was impacted and those who had been involved in witchcraft and sorcery, they brought their books and they burned their books. So this, this release of these kinds of miracles opened the whole region up. How many want to see your region change? And it's interesting because Ephesus was a place of darkness. It was a place of witchcraft. It was a place of sorcery. It was a place of divination. And many times as pioneers, he talked about his, his desire to come in and pioneer. Uh, God sends us into places that have so much darkness until it's hard to break through. But I'm here to let you know that no matter what kind of opposition you're dealing with, God has a class of special miracles that can break you through. I don't care how demonized the area is. 
how many witches are there, how many warlocks are there, how much darkness is, is there, how hard it is to plant a church. When you step into this realm of special miracles, God will do something special in that region. And there are many of you here today, you just don't need a miracle, you need a special miracle. You need God to do something special, something unusual, something different, something that's on a higher level. So I asked God, I said, God, how did this happen? Why did you give Paul special miracles? Because I I don't see that in any other uh, reference in the scripture. So I was inquisitive and studying the ministry of Paul. How do you, how do you step into this realm of special miracles? And for years I asked the Lord this and I, I looked at this verse and I just could not understand how do you release special miracles? And then the Lord began to give me some insight into this particular area. And this is what the Lord told me. He said, son, there are special callings. There are special mandates. There are special commissions. And there are special endowments of the spirit, which we call the gifts of the spirit, that I give to people. And as a result of special mandates, special commissions, special assignments, something unusual. When I, when I give someone an unusual assignment that is different from the ordinary. And they begin to move in that assignment. They can expect special miracles. And of course, Paul had a very special assignment. Uh, he was an apostle to the Gentiles. He, was, he had a different kind of assignment. Even though he was a Jew, and even though he loved Israel, he never could really minister to the, to the Jews because they hated him. But he had a very unusual assignment to go to the Gentiles. And there are many of you in this room today, God has given you an assignment, but it's different. And the problem we have when God gives you an unusual assignment is you can't be like everyone else. Because you're different. You're special. And I say that in a good sense. Because some folk are special in the other way. And I'm going to talk about this tonight. Because many of you, as a matter of fact, I believe that all of us have something special, something unique. Uh, uh, it can be in the, in the marketplace. It can be in the church. It can be an assignment. It can be something very different that God has given you to do. And sometimes when you get an assignment, it is so different from what you've seen before. The problem with religion is that religion tries to make everyone a copycat. And so when you're different, when God gives you uh, something unusual, often you don't understand it yourself. And you try to fit your calling into a particular area. Now, many of, many of you may know my testimony. Um, my salvation was very different. I didn't get saved in a church. 
I was the first person in my family saved. I didn't, as a matter of fact, I got saved at the age of 20 in a street meeting. I didn't know people like you existed. I never seen anyone lift their hands. I never heard anyone prophesy. I never saw anyone cast out devils. I, I never saw anyone fall in the spirit. Uh, there was no one in my family saved. Uh, there was no one in my family that ever preached. None of my friends were saved. There was no one in my neighborhood saved. I didn't, I didn't even know a saved person. I never heard of speaking in tongues. And so I got saved in a street meeting, and uh, it was on a Saturday, J- July 28, 1978. That's before some of you were born. That's about 150 years ago, 1978. And um, they told me, they said, well, come to the church, young man. I said, well, where do I go? And they brought me to the, uh, when I walked to the church, it, was, it said Pentecostal. I never heard of Pentecostal. I never heard of Pentecost. I didn't know one verse in the Bible. I didn't even know the Lord's Prayer. I didn't even know Jesus wept. I knew absolutely nothing. So all of this was new to me. And so I walked in the church, and I've been in the church ever since, so everything was new to me. And then when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit in my church which was primarily Pentecostal they tarry for the Holy Ghost and I didn't know anything about tearing so I, I walked up there and got filled with the Holy Ghost the first time I walked up there and some folk were mad at me because they've been tearing for three years amen I, I, I guess sometimes it's good not to be religious not to know anything because I just walked up and got baptized in the Holy Ghost started speaking in tongues rolling all on the floor and rolling through the chairs and, and, and they looking at me like how do you come off the streets and get full of the Holy Ghost I said because I'm not bound by religion Amen. Sometimes it's good to get saved off the street. So this was all new to me. Then I got ordained in 1981 in, in a state meeting. I was ordained in the Church of God in Christ. And, and, and they didn't know anything about the prophetic, at least in my jurisdiction, and prophesying. And, you know, all, all, you know they, they brought us up there with six of us getting ordained in a state meeting. And the bishop who was ordaining us almost felt sorry for us. He was like, are you sure you want to do this? I'm like, well, what, what's going to happen? I, I didn't know, know there would be any trouble in ministry. I thought it was all gravy, you know. And, and, and so they brought us up, prayed for us. No one prophesied. All they did was remind us to pay our dues. So there was no prophetic release. There was no, your call to be an apostle. I didn't even know anything about apostles. And so I began to grow in the things of God and I began to get involved in the word of faith movement. And then I got involved in deliverance. Then I got involved in the prophetic. Then I got involved in the apostolic. Then I got involved in the kingdom. Uh, and so my, I kept growing and transitioning and I never got kicked out of the church of God in Christ. I just got so far out there until they let me go. I was like Enoch. I walked with God and was not. I just, I just left. <laughs> but I began to realize that I was different. It was a different kind of calling on my life that 
in, in that organization, they didn't have prophets and apostles. They had evangelists and, you know, they had pastors and all the women were missionaries. As you know, you couldn't, if you're a woman, all you could be was a missionary. And, you know, uh, and so they, I, I, I had a different kind of calling. I know nothing about special callings and special anointings and, and God calling you to something different. So I just kind of grew in this and kind of moved in it, had to pioneer a lot of things and just press into it and, and fight my way through and, and deal with ignorance in the church because the moment you come up with something new, all the old religious folk, they don't want it. They, they just want to stay stuck. And so I, I had to keep pressing through. So, but, but, but every time I step into something new, I began to see miracles take place. Supernatural things began to happen. One of the things that happened, and many of you, um, you uh, my book that I wrote, I, I wrote that book called Prayers That Route Demons. Well, even the title is different. Because when I sent that book to the publisher, there was actually in the, in the, organ, in the publishing house, there was a, a guy that worked there. Uh, he had a Baptist background. And when he saw the book, he told them, this is not going to sell. Prayers that route demons. Number one, we don't even use the word route anymore. That's like from the 1700s. Prayers that route. You never tell folk, I'm going to route you. You know, we're going to route. We're gonna, yeah, we don't use that. And so uh, he, didn't want, he didn't even want the book to be released. And so I'm glad they didn't listen to him because it sold over a million copies around the world. But it was something that was different. And I began to see so many miracles from that particular book. But it was something that was very special. And, uh, and so I began to study this and I found out that God has always given special gifts to people. And um, when you begin to study uh, on the terms of the, the gifts of the spirit, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, gift of faith, healing, working of miracles, tongues, interpretation, prophecy, giving, exhortation, mercy, all these different uh, gifts that are found in the scripture, that one of the translations of, of these particular gifts in some translations are special endowments that a gift is a special endowment that God gives you for instance in one translation Paul tells Timothy he said neglect not the gift that is in you that was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of hands of the presbytery. One translation says this, forget not or neglect not the special endowment that was given to you through prophecy with the laying on of hands of the presbytery. And then the other uh, verse, uh, Paul says this, he says, stir up the gift of God that is in you by the putting on of my hands. In other words, in one translation it says, stir up the special endowment. So God gives special endowments. Any gift you have is not just some ordinary. It's special. And I believe this is what happens to many of us in the prophetic because we've been in the prophetic for so long. I love prophesying over new people that are not exposed to the prophetic because when they get the word for the first time, they shake, fall out, cry. Some of us, we don't have it so much. We just stand there and look at the person. Amen. It's just another prophetic word. But, but, but you should never ever look at prophecy the same if you realize it is a special endowment. Something special is released. And God has always 
had special people in the Bible. You find, for instance, Joseph had a special coat. You find Joseph had a special ability to interpret dreams. It was something unique. The word special means something unique, something unusual, something better. Uh, You find that God gave David a special ability to play the harp. The scripture says he was cunning on the harp. So he didn't have a normal ability. It was something uh, very special in his life. Elijah had a special mantle that when Elisha caught that mantle, he opened the, 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 the river and he did double the amount of miracles. So there was something special about that particular mantle. Uh, Paul had a special assignment. Uh, God always gives certain people special. God gave Esther special favor. How many can use some special favor? I mean, not just favor, special favor. And so God has always had, and then I read about special miracles, and the Lord told me to tell his people, he said, whatever special assignment God has given you, if you begin to walk in that special assignment, you can expect special miracles. There's some of you, God has given you some dreams and some visions, and it's hard for you even to categorize what God has given you. And when someone asks you, you know, what is God telling you to do? One of the first things you say is, it's hard to explain. Am I talking to anybody here? It's different. You know, God has given me a different kind of assignment and, it, and I just can't really categorize it with what I've seen before, but it is a special assignment God has given you. And when, when God begins to give you these special assignments, whether it's in the kingdom, whether it's in the marketplace, uh, as you begin to walk in your specialty, as you begin to do what God has, now God has given me a special gift when it comes to writing books. I've written over 50 books and I can sit down in front of a television and write a book. I can write a book in, in, in two or three days. It's just, it's just a special endowment. Why? It's not because of me. And it's not, and it's not to make you feel proud. As a matter of fact, let me say this. The more special your gift, the more humble you need to be. But, 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 but God told me to tell his people, I'm ready to do some special things for you, but you've got to realize there are also special callings and special mandates. Many of you, your testimony is unusual. The way God saved you is unusual. The way you didn't just walk down the aisle of a church and get saved. The stuff you went through was different. As a matter of fact, if you tell some folk your testimony, they'll say you're making that up. There's no way in the world that could have happened to you. But, but, but when, when, when you begin to have uh, those kinds of special encounters, um, uh, 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 Paul had a special encounter on the way to Damascus uh, when Jesus appears to him uh, and knocks him down uh, and speaks to him uh, and he goes into Damascus uh, and Ananias comes and lays hands on him uh, and scales fall from his eyes. Uh, that was an unusual encounter with God. But when you begin to have though many of you don't even understand why you came the way you came because God said I gotta do something different with you there's a special calling sometimes churches have special mandates churches have special assignments God did not call this church to be like every church God did not call these leaders to be like every leader 
God gives special assignments and, and special mandates. And sometimes uh, we don't like to be different. Uh, sometimes we don't like the rejection or the misunderstanding. And we have a hard time uh, accepting the way we are. But God told me to encourage all the special folk in here today. And it, it may not be everyone, but there's some special people in this region. Because God wants to do a special work uh, in this region. And God wants to release some special miracles on your behalf. God wants to do some things for you that will blow your mind. God wants to do some things that you've never seen before. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart the things that God has prepared for them that love him. God's about to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. And I'm here to prophesy to you today, get ready for some mind-blowing breakthroughs and some mind-blowing miracles and some mind-blowing finances uh, and some mind-blowing things uh, that are going to happen, but you've got to not only step into the realm of miracles, uh, it's time to step into the realm of special miracles. Tell somebody, get ready for special miracles. These are not ordinary miracles. These are not what you usually see in the church. Because see, in churches that believe in miracles, we see healings. We see devils come out of people. That's not unusual for us. But we can become so used to it. Until we, we don't step into another level of miracles. Tell somebody there's another level of miracles that God wants to bring you into. Tell them it's called special miracles. And I'm here to stir you today that as we get ready to close out this year and get ready to move into 2020. 2020, I believe, is a very prophetic number. Second Chronicles 2020 says, believe in the Lord your God and you'll be established. Believe his prophets and you will prosper. I believe that God has taken us to a place of prosperity and abundance and financial miracles. Oh yes, you've heard about wealth and finances, but I'm here to prophesy to some of you that God's about to release a realm of wealth and financial uh, miracles uh, that you've never seen before. God's about, listen, God's not only going to give you an idea, he's going to give you a special idea. He's going to give you something that's unusual. He's not just giving you a vision, a dream. Uh, he's going to give you something special. Now, if you don't want the special, if you just want the ordinary, if you just want the usual, this message is not for you. But I believe there's a realm of miracles and breakthroughs. Some of you, I, I hear the Lord saying, your family is about to experience some special miracles. He's about to hit your bloodline with something unusual. He's about to break that old past pattern off of your family. He's about to do something special with your children, your children's children. Come on, generations to come. There's going to be something unusual that when people encounter you, they're going to say, I've never seen anything like this before. Something you've never seen before. It's about to happen. The realm of special miracles. And God told me, he said, I'm about to release special faith. The gift of faith is special faith.
There's a realm of special faith that, and I'm prophesying now. There's a realm of special faith that God's about to drop in many of you. It's beyond your regular faith. You're going to believe stuff that's crazy. You're going to believe for stuff that's impossible for you to believe for. You're going to believe for stuff that when everybody said no, God says, I'm going to get, give you the faith to apprehend that. There, there is special land, special property, come on, special businesses, special ideas that God is about to raise up in this hour. And then the Lord told me this. He said, a key to this is being in an apostolic prophetic house. <laughs> Paul told Timothy, he said, neglect not the special endowment that you receive through prophecy and the laying on of hands. See, people, some people say, well, it doesn't make any difference what church you go to. Yes, it does. But if you want, if you want some special stuff, you got to get in a house that, that believes in laying hands and prophesying. Because a lot of this you're going to get by impartation. God's going to drop it on you through the laying on of hands, through the prophetic word, a special endowment. Say, Lord, Lord, I need a special endowment. Hmm. That is a gift that is so unusual. God gave Bezalel. A special endowment to design the portions of the tabernacle. God can give you a unique ability just to design stuff. You can become a millionaire just by designing stuff. Come on, architects. Come on, people that can design something. It's going to be something special. And it's time for the church to take the limits off of God and begin to release impartation. All this prophesying, all this laying on of hands, all this apostolic, it's not a title. It's an anointing that when you get in that kind of atmosphere, God's about to drop something special inside of you. And all the folks that laughed at you. And said, why are you going to that church? <laughs> when they see. Somebody say special miracles. Say it again, special miracles. One more time, special miracles. When they see God doing the unusual in your life. It came because you pressed beyond religion. You pressed into a place where you can get an endowment. You can get the prophetic words spoken over your life. You can get an impartation. And listen, I'm here to prophesy to these pastors that God is calling them not just to pastor people so you can get to heaven one day. But God is going to use them as a vessel to, in, to impart something special into your life. And from this house, there are going to be people raised up that will break limitations and walk in power and walk in anointing. God did not call us just 
us to have a church full of people who come to church on Sunday, but God's calling us to raise up millionaires and billionaires and breakthrough people and unusual people and people that when they go out into society do something so unusual. Come on, tell someone there's an anointing for the unusual. This is not just about coming to church, shouting, dancing, having a good time, falling out. I believe God is about to drop something unusual in your life. I'm prophesying this today over this house uh, that God's about to raise up some uh, unusual churches uh, with some unusual anointing. I keep hearing God's about to do something in your children that'll be very unusual. Your children are going to be people that break through and pioneer stuff that's beyond what you've ever imagined. God's about to raise up folk uh, that other folk overlooked uh, and other folks said it'll be nothing but you get around an impartation you get around the glory of God and God's about not just to give you a gift but give you a special endowment tell someone special endowments lead to special miracles say it again special endowments lead to special breakthroughs and I, I sense so strong that God's about to do some special stuff for his people. I said God's about to do something special. It's time for this word to get in your mouth. Just don't ask God for anything. Begin to ask God for some special stuff. Come on, ask God, God, give me some special breakthroughs. Amen. Lord, touch me with a special kind. I don't want what everybody else is getting. I don't want what everybody else has. I want something special. I want something unusual. Because God is a God that releases the special. Take your faith to another level. Just don't believe for ordinary stuff. Believe for unusual. Believe for something special. Begin to confess it. Begin to speak it. Begin to pray for it. Begin, begin to walk in it. Be, begin to announce it. Begin to decree it. Begin to let it come out of your mouth that, that the rest of 2019 and 2020 and 2021, I'm going to enjoy the special breakthroughs. I'm going to enjoy special favor. I'm going to enjoy special strength. I'm going to enjoy a special anointing. It's going to be on me. It's going to come in my life. It's going to separate me from the crowd. I don't know about you, but God didn't call me to be like everybody else. God didn't call me to be like every other preacher. God didn't call me to be like every other church. Amen. I used to reject the fact that I was different. Now I celebrate it because God, I can't be like the pack. I can't run with the chuck wagon gang. Come on. I need something unique. I need a different kind of anointing on my life because there's some things I'm believing for that are unusual. Somebody say a different level, something special, something unusual, something greater, something better, a special endowment. I receive it beginning now, special endowments that will give me the ability to see special miracles. And I've been prophesying this. God's about to do some stuff in our life that is special in the area of your finances. 
Come on, people of God. God's about to give some special wealth. God's about to release some special money. God's about to release some special business. God's about to put a special anointing on your life that'll give you power to get wealth. Amen. God's about to put a special, amen, you're going to make money accidentally. You're going to make money even when you're not trying to make money. Come on. There's coming on your life something so special until money's going to find you and prosperity going to find you. And when folks say, how did you do it? All you can say, I'm just special, brother. God just put a special grace and a special. Come on, if you believe that, begin to put those hands together and begin to lift your voice with a shout of praise in this place. Let that special grace be released. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet, people of God. Hmm. Huh. This is interesting because huh, we've talked about the apostolic and the prophetic for many years. And I've been preaching in that area for 30 years. Apostles and prophets. But I, I hear the Lord saying this. To apostles and prophets and apostolic houses and prophetic houses that I want to bring you to another level of miracles. Special miracles. And I hear the Lord saying that I am going to use apostles and prophets to lay hands and prophesy over people and release special endowments into those that connect with that particular house. And the Lord says there, there are going to be times of special offerings, special worship, unusual. And the Lord said when you step into that realm, get ready for another level of miracles and breakthroughs. Something special, something unusual that God wants to do in your life. And I hear the Lord saying, I want apostolic and prophetic houses to believe me for the special. Just as I use Paul with special miracles, demons went out. There is a level of deliverance that is coming. That's beyond just saying, come out in the name of Jesus. <laughs> there, there's going to be special miracles where people that you know that have been bound for years are going to be set free. But it's not going to be as you are used to seeing it. It's not going to just come by bringing a bucket and some paper towels. And saying, come out. God can do that, but we limited God to that. But it's going to be something so unusual that God is going to do that people are going to be set free in unusual ways. This is the, the Freedom Conference. And God wants me to tell you, he gave Moses a special rod. 
And that rod was different from any other rod. When Moses lifted that rod, something happened. And the Lord tells me to tell you I'm putting a special rod in your mouth. In your mouth. When you speak, your words are going to cause change and breakthrough. The Lord told me to tell this house that I'm going to bring you to a level of miracles and breakthroughs that you've not seen before. The Lord said because you're going to receive special endowments through prophecy. That this is a prophetic house. And when this man prophesies, when this lady prophesies, something is being downloaded in you that will cause you to step out and do something unusual. The Lord said, break the limitations off of what you've seen and get ready for something you've not seen before. The Lord said, I'm releasing a special rod in your mouth that when you speak, things are going to happen. So, Father, I thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Lift those hands now. I pray for an impartation on your life. Unusual anointings. Unusual gifts. Unusual talents and abilities that you'll walk in. Things you'll do that'll be different from the ordinary. Hear the Lord say, I'm breaking you free from the ordinary. And the Lord said, get ready to move in the unusual. The unusual. Get ready, says the Lord, to move in unusual things. It'll be so different from what you've seen. And even religion will say, that's not God. We've never seen that before. But the Lord said, no, that I come to do the unusual in your life. I come to release special grace, special favor, special faith is coming to you. Get ready, my people, for the things I'm going to do are going to be so unusual. It's going to be so brand new. And you'll say in that day, I've never seen this before. I don't know, Lord, where you're taking me. Am I ready to walk through this door? And the Lord says, come on in. Into a new place I prepared for you. Get ready, my children, to leave the old and come into the new. For special miracles are yours. I speak them over you today. You're going to see it in the days to come. I'm going to make a brand new way. Special grace, 
Special favor, special faith I give to you. I give to you. So lift your hands and receive this new thing I do unto thee. This new way I'm taking you from the ordinary into the new. And you'll see miracles, 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 miracles you've never seen before. Miracles, 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 special miracles. I'll do them for you. I'll do them through you. I'll do them in you. Miracles. Get ready to receive. Just believe. And you will see. My glory. Don't be afraid to go. Don't be afraid to know this special place I'm taking you into a brand new door. Miracles, 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 miracles. How many believe it today? Miracles, miracles, miracles. Miracles, miracles, miracles. Well, somebody shout hallelujah. Miracles, 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 miracles. Somebody shout glory. Miracles, miracles, miracles. Now listen. I want I want you to ask yourself this. What special gift? What special talent has God given you? That's unusual. It's different. What is it? That God has placed in your life that you've been running from. That you've been saying, God, I don't want it. That you've been afraid to embrace. It can be a business, a ministry. Hmm. And you said, God, I, I, I can't handle this. It's too different. It doesn't mean that you don't do what other believers do. We all do things in common. But there's that thing that God has given, that vision, that dream. That's so special. You got to guard that. You got to protect it. You got to walk in it. Because when you step into that realm, you're going to see miracles. But if you don't step into it, God is not obligated to release his power on your behalf. 
unless you're obedient. Some of you have been running from it. You've been hiding from it. You've been putting it off, procrastinating, saying, oh, I can't. It's just different. It's different. It's unusual. I don't even know if it's God. But God keeps nudging you. Touching you. And it's not just the church. It's the whole marketplace. Land, property, business, ideas, investments, ministries. I'm going to let you know today you're about to accept it. I said today you're going to accept that thing. And don't listen to what people say about it. Because you tell some folk your vision, they'll make you think you crazy. Am I talking to somebody here? Especially if you tell somebody religious. They say, oh, that ain't God, honey. Yes. But it won't leave you. You're different. Even in your family. You're different. Hallelujah. Because there's a special calling on your life. Some of you, the way you came into the kingdom was unusual. How many came into the kingdom in an unusual way? It wasn't the normal way. You got saved after getting shot 15 times. You finally woke up and said, not my will, your will. Because you realize your will was killing you. But today, we're going to step into it. I'm telling you what I know, people. I've seen so many miracles in my life because I decided to step into special mandates that I didn't see other people doing. But I did it. Even though a lot of my brethren didn't understand me. And I got rejected for it. But I stepped into it and I saw miracle after miracle. And I'm here to impart to you that same determination. That same boldness. That same courage. Hallelujah. And I'm not talking about spooky stuff. I'm talking about stuff from God. Say this to me. Say, Lord, I receive your special call. On my life, Lord, I receive your special mandate on my life. Lord, I receive your special calling and commission on my life. Lord, I receive your special assignment on my life. I will walk in it. I'll not run away from it. I'll not be afraid of it. I will embrace it. And Lord, I receive that special endowment, that special talent, that special ability, that special grace that you give me in order to fulfill this assignment in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I believe for special miracles 
to be released in my life because of my obedience. From this day forward, I will step into it and I'll believe you for it in Jesus' name. Now lift those hands. Father, I pray for special endowments, ah, gifts to be imparted even now. Unusual gifts, unusual talents, unusual abilities, unusual wisdom, unusual creativity, unusual faith, unusual understanding. Unusual visions, unusual dreams. As they lift their hands, Father, I pray for these unusual mantles to fall in this house. Unusual gifts to be in this church. Unusual financial breakthroughs to happen in this house. And Lord, let there be unusual freedom, unusual deliverance, unusual healings. Unusual finance. Come on, I believe God. There's a release. There's an impartation. As I pray for you, as an apostle of God, I release upon you unusual impartations. Ah. And from this service forward, let the gifts of God explode in this house. Let the endowments of heaven explode in this house. Uh, and let so many unusual things happen in all nations San Bernardino that people from around the region will hear and come and people from different nations will come to this place let there be an unusual revival I said an unusual revival break out in this region where thousands upon thousands of people are swept into the kingdom. Unusual winds of God blow. Ah. Unusual winds of God blow. Unusual, unusual. I release it by faith, by faith, by faith. Receive, 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 receive in the name of Jesus. Come on, receive, receive, receive. Let it be released, oh God. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Ah. 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 Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh. Let there be unusual meetings. And there will be unusual offerings where people will come 
And they won't just give offerings. They'll give it was in the days of Acts. Houses and property. Laying it at the apostles' feet. Unusual offerings. Huh. Oh, glory. I'm telling you people. God didn't give me this message. To come here today just to have another service. God wants to do something special in this house. How many believe that in this place? Something special. Pastor, let me pray for you and your wife. Would you, if she's, I want to pray for you. Stretch your hands toward them. Thank you, Father. And the Lord says, son, I've done some unusual things in your life. Huh? I've chosen you and your wife to see unusual visitations of my spirit in the days to come. And the Lord said, you've been exposed to many different kinds of anointings. You, you know, healing, deliverance, apostolic, prophetic. But the Lord said, there is an endowment that I placed in you because you've been around the apostolic and the prophetic whereby I have imparted to you special endowments. And the Lord said, it's not just in the area of ministry. It's in the area of business, marketplace, and wealth. Because some have said a pastor can't do both. But the Lord said, even as I gave Solomon special wisdom, I give you special wisdom to know how to build, know how to plant, know how to release Know how to send, know how to raise up, know how to activate, know how to impart. And the Lord said, even as you continue to step, because your journey has been special and your journey has been unusual. But the Lord said, now get ready to see unusual miracles, special miracles. And as I speak over you today. As you lay hands and pray and prophesy over people, get ready to hear special testimonies of great miracles in the lives of people. For the Lord said, people will walk in that door needing miracles, needing something unusual. And the Lord said, you will see it in the days to come. The realm of special miracles. So the Lord said, walk in it. The Lord said, even special grace for finances. And offerings. And giving in this house, says the Lord. It'll not be a struggle for you. To have more than enough. To do what I've called you to do. But the Lord said, even. um, I'm hearing in the spirit. As if the clouds come and the heavens open thunder and lightning comes and then there's a downpour the Lord said get ready for the downpour and the outpour of unusual 
There'll even be services where people will see gold on their hands and gold in their mouth. And people say, oh, we don't need that. It's special. Even jewels in their hands. Oil. They'll say, what is this? And some will say, oh, we don't believe in all that. But it'll be something unusual. Something special that will hit. And there'll be times when it comes in your hands. You'll feel it. And you'll lay hands on people. And special miracles and special breakthroughs will come. You'll feel the fire and the oil of God flowing through your hands. And when you lay them on people and begin to prophesy, you'll see special miracles and special breakthroughs coming. The Lord said, I'm opening this church up to another realm of the supernatural. You've been one that had promoted the supernatural and believed in miracles when other churches wouldn't do it. But the Lord said, get ready for the special, the unusual to hit this house. And when people hear about it, they'll come. For those, I'm going to release a revival in this house. There'll be, be, be signs of signs and wonders and unusual things that'll happen. There'll be fire upon the building that people will see. There'll be smoke and clouds in the service that will come. It'll be something special, says God. The Lord said, don't draw back from it. But I'm going to cause it to come and many won't understand it. But the Lord said those who step into it will step into a new realm of glory. A new realm of miracles. A new level of glory is coming on your preaching, your teaching, your praise, your worship. And you'll invite ministers to come that will have unusual anointings. And I'll give you the ability to find them. And you'll say, I'm going to bring that person. They haven't been here before. But I'm going to bring them in. I've never, they've never been heard in this place before. But I'm going to give you the ability to, to contact unusual anointings and bring them in. And it won't be just the same old speakers. It'll be unusual anointings and special anointings I'm going to connect you to in the days to come that your people... People might be exposed to the unusual. Oh, come on, stretch your hands toward them. Thank you, Father. Ah, huh. Oh, as I lay hands on you, let there come another deposit, another special endowment. Let it come on your life. Something you didn't have before that you'll walk in, special faith. As I lay hands on you, let a spiritual endowment be imparted into your life. Something new, something fresh that you never had before. Let it be released. Ah, ah. Oh, somebody lift your hands and Give him glory in this place. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Listen. And I... I usually don't even prophesy what I'm prophesying. This is not something I prophesy. But I, I just, 
I hear the word gold so much here. Gold. Gold represents glory. And I know in other countries they've actually had manifestations of gold in their services. Doesn't happen that much even in America. But it's something very special. And I see some very unusual things happening in this church that are different from church as usual. And sometimes you're not going to be able to explain it. Don't even try. It's special. It's different. I believe the faith of your leaders and their unusual anointing has opened this region up to something unusual. And you're going to be touched by it. Say, let the gold of heaven touch my life. Say it again, let the gold of heaven touch my life. One more time, let the gold of heaven touch my life. Now say, let the gold of heaven touch this church. Let the gold of heaven touch this ministry. Let the gold of heaven touch our church. We believe it today. We receive it today. Come on, if you believe it, put those hands together one more time and shout to the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Now listen. I'm really finished, but... I would have an altar call, but I believe all of you would come. Because when I say it, God has done something special in your life. How many can uh, say it's something different about? This is not to make you proud. It's not means you're better than anybody. Don't mean you walk around saying, I'm special. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. No, that's pride. I'm talking about. The more special the assignment, the more humility you have to walk in. Because it's God. Say, Lord, I embrace humility in my life. I humble myself. And I thank you, Lord, for doing something special in my life. In Jesus' name. And again, I would make an altar call. If I could lay hands on all of you, but I I really feel that from this day forward, that that special calling in your life is about to, it's about to ignite and you're going to stop running from it. Tell somebody, stop running from it. Say, embrace it. Don't be afraid of it. It's going to release something special in your life. I rebuke fear. I said I rebuke fear. I release boldness and courage to be what God has called you to be. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands one more time. Father, I bless everyone here today. I thank you, Lord, for this word and for the things that were prophesied this morning over this house. And Lord, I thank you for the days to come.
the things that were said will manifest. And this house is being shifted into another realm of glory. Another level you're coming to. Watch. You watch it in the days to come. The people are not going to be able to get in the building. I said the people are not going to be able to get in the building. I said the people are not going to be able to get in the building. Come on, you ought to thank God for God doing something in San Bernardino, California. California.